Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. We live. All right, what's going on, Poke Tower? It's episode 94. Welcome back, and welcome in everyone who is joining us. Thank you so much. How are you guys doing? What's going on? How is everybody? Uh, we are 94 episodes deep going on that triple digits. Yep, we're about to hit the triple digits on our episodes. Been doing this for a little bit now, so uh, for those of you that have not rated or reviewed yet, please do so. Uh, it really helps us push, get pushed out towards the people who need it uh, and the people who are interested in collecting and stuff like that because that's what we are. We're collecting podcasts where we talk about Pokemon, Digimon, Dragon Ball, uh, what uh, missing one, Yu-Gi-Oh, one <laughs> of the best ones. Yeah, yeah, one of my favorite ones and missing that right off the bat. Uh, but anyways, we talk about anything that inter- interests us, collectible-wise. It could be Funkos, it could be posters, it could be old comics, it could be video games, whatever it is. If it's collectible and we like it, we will talk about it. Uh, we have a Discord as well, so please join in there. Um, but other than that, that's the intro, guys. It's episode 94. What is up? What's up, guys? Episode 94 of the Poke Tower Podcast is a crazy, crazy busy week if you guys have been following along on the Discord. So today's episode 94. We're on the road to 100. We've got lots of good stuff for today's show. but Lots of good stuff. But there's there's even more beyond this. Uh, beyond This week is going to be a big week. So if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, stay tuned because we have stuff coming up on YouTube that you're going to want to see. Um, so tomorrow's pretty much our only day off when you guys are listening to this podcast and then it's right back into it. Um, right back in it. Big week. Let me say hi to our live audience first. We got Alexio, Chase, Chris, Eddie, Sean. What's up, guys? Thank you guys for showing up on up, time. Up, up. You guys get brownie points. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, big week. First off, let's start with the box break news. So last week, we told you guys the box break was going to be coming for the end of July. Um, that is scheduled for this Friday. At 7.30 Central, so 5.30 Pacific, 8.30 Eastern. We're going to be opening up some Pokemon Go, okay? Pokemon Go, we have a ton of packs that we're going to be ripping into. We also have Yu-Gi-Oh! Maximum Gold Eldorado. That's not even the front. Where's the front? There you go. Maximum Gold Eldorado. So we're doing some gold hunting. We're also we're doing some gold hunting, right? There's a gold Mew in, uh, Mewtwo in here. So Mewtwo, Blue Eyes, White Dragon, Dark Magician, Red Eyes, we're going hunting for all those, but we also have a ton of insane prizes. So let me show you guys some of that. For those of you that participate in the box break, when you buy one pack of Pokemon Go, you're getting a free pack of Evolving Skies for free. Boom, done, knock it out. Buy one, get get two. Um, The next one is if you buy Maximum Gold, Maximum Gold, you're getting a free pack of Battle of Chaos. Now, this is limited to as many packs as we have. So if you haven't put your order in yet, you might want to get it in soon because we're running out of that free stuff. Now let's get on to the giveaway stuff. There's going to be like eight giveaway eight giveaway prize winners, okay? So whether you win or not, you're getting a free pack. But on top of that, if you're part of the top eight uh, prize winners, when we, do, when we spin the Wheel of Death that we do in our box breaks, you could win... A 25th anniversary, my Valentine Funko. Okay, we've got some Yu-Gi-Oh. That's, that's for the Yu-Gi-Oh guys, right? So that's why we got El Dorado. But we got Pokemon 2, okay. which you might win a Mewtwo Funko Pop. Why? Because we're nope. opening Pokemon Go. There's, it's a Mewtwo set, right? 
in honor of Maximum Gold, this was gifted to us from our Discord member, uh, Chris Christopoli. We're doing Maximum Gold. These aren't Yu-Gi-Oh cards, but they're gold, and he wanted to give them out to five people. So these are going to be X-Men uh, X-Men hologram cards, okay? They're gold hologram cards. I don't know if you guys can see them. He has five. We got Gambit. We got, uh, who's Ooh. this one? Oh, this, that was Gambit right there. Who's this? This is Cable. Cable, if you guys aren't watching on stream and you're listening at home, check us out on Spotify. We've got the video format. There's Gambit. We also have Magneto. Clean, Magneto. These are really nice. These are tight. Uh, Wolverine. Yeah, gold, guys. Nothing, you turn it. Yeah, that's tight. There Wolverine you go. And then we have the X-Men card itself, which has them. Oh, hold on. Has them all. Nope, nope. I don't know if you guys can see that. That one's hard to see, but yeah, it's dope. Got them all. So those mm-hmm. are f- one person's going to. There's five different winners here, That's right? Dope. But wait, there's more. We're also giving away. This is from this is from my personal collection. Uh, this is a this is a PSA four uh, breakthrough Mewtwo secret rare gold. I figure, hey, we're probably going to get the gold Mewtwo from Pokemon Go. We might as well get a real gold Mewtwo here. Um, and that'll be given out to another winner as well. So there are a ton of prizes. Um, Got to enter to play. Um, and that's it for the box break news. Now, there's even more news on top of that. That's on Friday. On Thursday. News, news, news. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. Not Sunday. Thursday. Monster truck. Devin and I will be back in the seat Thursday night at... Seven, seven, hold on, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. We're, we're sitting in the seat Thursday night to interview and chat it up with Cool Trainer Ryan. Oh. Cool Trainer oh. Ryan. Oh. He, he has allotted us a few hours of his time, uh, and we're allowed to ask whatever the hell we want. <laughs> I've been, I've been hey, chatting son, up with him. Find that? So... If you want to, if you have any questions for this, if you guys don't know who Cool Trainer Ryan is, he's probably one of one of the best Pokemon collectors uh, around. If you guys have not seen, he has probably one of the best sealed collections around. Um, but uh, dude's been in the game for a while. There's a lot we could learn from him. Um, I'm a fan of his YouTube, so I watch a lot of his YouTube stuff. And it just so happened I made a video roasting Shivam one day, and we became friends. So it all worked out. <laughs> Um, it's going to be a fun time. We get to ask him whatever we want. So if you guys haven't joined our discord, you might want to join the discord because Ryan actually joined Ryan's in our discord. Now you can spam him, ask him whatever you want. But, uh, if you, if you have questions, send us questions in the discord. I'll ask him on Thursday night. Going to be insane. Um, there's going to be lots of sauce spilt. So, (laughs) I'm very excited for it. Uh, can't wait for that. But first, we got to get through this crazy episode 93. Anything else? 94. 94. See, I'm, I'm all jacked Jeez. up. Back 94. in time, but we're all good. 94. Uh, nope. That's all right. It. Let's get started with today's episode, guys. We have Pokey Tower Scout Report. Here we go. All right. Here you guys go. The Poke Tower Scout Report. If you are new 
to this show. Our scout report is a segment about uh, cards that you guys are on the fence about. You're like, hey, I want to buy this card. I'm not sure if I want to. I should, or maybe I should buy something else. You know, what are your thoughts? So we give our thoughts on it. Who's, who's looking at this card? This card's dope. I'm looking at this card too. Well, this one comes from Big Tony. Oh, Big Tony. So Good big taste. He's got good taste. Yeah, so Big Tony actually shared this card in the middle, and it's an SSB Kaioken Sun Goku. Um, I believe it's uh, something. I can't read it. Perfect? Perfect something? I can't read the name. Hold on. You're asking the wrong person. I can't read it. Yeah, I know. Let me just uh, go here. SSB Goku or Kaioken Goku. I'm going to find it. Uh, Mystic. What's it called? It's from Mythic Booster. I want to find this because I need to know the name. Ever since we went went over the Mythic Booster? There you go. Concentrated Destruction. That's what it is. Concentrated Destruction. Now, here's the thing. This is a reprint. It's an alternate art reprint. So, here's the OG right here. Concentrated Destruction. It's a super rare. This came came from a different different, uh, set. This is the alternate art reprint that came out in Mythic Booster. Remember, Mythic Booster reprinted. They made alternate arts of classic cards. Well, this is the gold stamp alt art of this card on the right. Now, there's there's a lot there's a lot to this card. So we're gonna we're gonna get into it right now. Here are some prices. This is a pretty cheap card, by the way. On TCG Player, you can buy it for two dollars and seventy nine cents. On eBay, you can buy it for four dollars and thirty eight cents. Now. A BGS 10 sold for $108, and a PSA 10 sold for $145. So there is, there is some opportunity here. Now be careful, because the PSA 10 and the BGS 10 were probably the first of their kind, um, and were graded shortly after the set came out. So it's not like 10s are flying off the wall. It was like I saw one PSA 10 sale, I saw one BGS 10 sale. But if you do the math, I mean, $2 card... $30 grade, you're doing pretty darn well. Um, so it's not, it's not crazy value, but, but there's something there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But for, for me, it's like, it's hard because it's a cheap card. So like you can pull the trigger on it or you could just buy the 10. Cause it's also like in that range of like, mm, do I buy the, do I buy the, the cheap right. card and yeah, you I could just get the 10, the 10 yeah. or just get the 10, you know? Yeah. That's why I'm still in between. I'm like, I don't know. <clears throat> well, here's there's some more stuff to this, more pieces to the puzzle. So hopefully, to, uh, Tony gets a gets to see some of this. Let's go ahead and do the commandments first. Character Goku's getting five stars. Uh, the artwork, I'm giving it three stars. Now you say, well, that's a sick sick artwork. No, it is. But when you consider all the other Goku cards out there, this guy's in the middle somewhere. It's not top tier. It's not the. It's cool. Don't get me wrong. It's very cool. Um, it's an alt art, so that's kind of that kind of helps out with the rarity, which you see down below. Rarity is going to be three stars. It's um, it is an alternate art gold stamp, but it's from Mythic Booster, and that's why when you go down and look at the set, we're giving it a two star. Right, Mythic Booster did not do very hot when we covered it. It's still not doing too hot. It's it's a reprint set. You know what I mean? So just. There was no value to be found anyways. There was nothing new added. It was just like, hey, if you like these cards, we're going to make another version of it. Here you go. Um, 
And then the last thing, no story, no glory, five stars, it's Goku. So this is kind of like a three and a half kind of, you know, star card. It's it's there. It's, it's cool. And over time, this could be a very cool card. But right now, it's just kind of, you know, it is what it is. The one thing I did want to talk about, though, was while doing this research, I found this card. And if I was going to buy an SSB Goku Kaioken Concentrated Destruction, right? If I was going to buy that card... This is the one I would buy. Now, this is another alternate art card of the same same card, though. SSB, uh, Kaioken, Concentrated Destruction, right? Now, the, the thing about this card is it's actually from a collector's selection. So, it's from those limited boxes that you guys hear us talking about, right? Collector's Volume 1, Volume 2, all that stuff. They make alternate arts of good cards. I would go mm. with this one. Uh, yeah, and I, I believe that's all texture around the like the, the darker part of the card. I believe that's all that's texture. Yeah, I was like, is that dark yeah. part like texture? Yeah, if it is, I believe tight. it's texture. Now that's tight. Mm-hmm. On TCG player, this one goes for $14. So we're talking 7x the price. On eBay, it's $21.50. Here's the catch mm-hmm. though. PSA 10 didn't really outperform it. $85 uh, PSA 10. And then a BGS 9.5 sold for 117, but there was an autograph on it. So that was kind of the added bonus. Um, and then we'll go over the we'll go over the commandments again. Character, five star. Artwork, I'm giving it four star. Because again, when you compare this one to this one, I think this one's cooler. Um, I'm going four stars on this one. Versus that one. See the difference? You you just have more of Goku's face on it. So this gives it more of like a centric, a centered focus on the actual character itself. Whereas this is more of an animated look. Um, it's kind of like a, a cheap version of a Vegito, SSB Vegito. Like that's what it looks like to me. Now, Rarity, I'm going to give this a four star because it's coming out of a collector's selection box, which we know aren't going to be around forever. At least not as much as booster boxes or any other type of... Um, expansion right the set i'm giving it three stars because i don't really know much about this collector selection volume one i do know it's a collector selection but i don't know much about it i can't speak on it so i'm giving it three stars and then no story no glory again goku five stars what's up there's texture all over it yeah looks pretty sweet right dude this looks awesome this is and the black is like i can barely hear you there you go Black, the shadow, the black is is like an actual like shadow. So it's like, like black texture. Dope. Yeah, it looks sweet, that's right? Dope. I like that card a lot. Yeah. So sweet. you know, a card, a card mm-hmm. coming out the gate, you know, at fourteen dollars, that just oh, in terms of longevity, right? In terms of longevity, is this card going to defeat this card in the future? No, I think this would be the more collectible one. It's the same card, just an alternate art of it, right? So there's nothing wrong with this card. I think I think if you if you have 3 or 4 dollars and you want to buy this card, that's cool. But my when I did some when I did re- I would buy it too if I didn't know any better. But once I did some research, I was like, "Oh, this is the alt art from a limited collector selection volume box. I'll go with that one." You know, and that's just me as a collector. I want things that are different that other people can't get. Stuff like this, right? You're not going to see it as much as you will this one. And that's that's really the only thing. There's no right or wrong here. 
but I thought this was sweet and I had to share it when I was researching. I was like, oh, wow. Don't yeah, know if you've I'm seen a, that one. I'm a weirdo. I got a weird OCD and I'm a weirdo where I like how it kind of mimics the Vegito card. Yeah. Ultimate Force one. And then also mimics like that SS4 Goku one that where he's doing like the same yeah. pose. So I think it looked nice like on a stand. All three of them would look pretty dope. But I see what you're saying. If you had to go with either or, I'm going that guy over the other one. I think this one would be the answer is the answer is this is more collectible in my opinion. But if you're just collecting Goku cards and buy any of them, you know what I mean? That's where I go. Like, I think this is more collectible. I think this one's going to be the harder one to get over time. Like, you won't find collector selection boxes, like but you will find Mythic Booster booster That's boxes. Tight, dude. I like that card. Yeah. I like that card. It's tight. So there you guys go. That's our little bit there on the Poketower Scout Report. Remember, you can send the cards that you're interested in on our Discord. Those links are always in our descriptions of the videos. All right. Moving on. We have... What do we have? Oh, TCG Battle Royale. Here we go. All right, guys. TCG Battle Royale. Another boring week. Uh, next week's going to be more exciting because we have multiple releases next week. This week is pretty much the the final week, the the, the last stretch, the twelfth round that, that everyone's just like, I'm tired of playing. Um, so you're going to see a lot of the same stuff. We're going to go through it quickly. But if you don't know what this segment is, this is our segment about the four TCGs: Yu Gi Oh, Dragon uh, Dragon Ball, Digimon, Pokemon. We rank their most recent booster expansions. Um, amongst each other, uh, based on the rarity of the cards that are in the packs, um, the prices, the value that you can get back, right? All this stuff, um, the artwork within the cards, and then just the overall legacy of the booster expansion itself. It may be a dud of a set that happens sometimes. So instead of ranking them against other, you know, Pokemon versus Pokemon, let's do Pokemon versus Digimon versus Dragon Ball versus Yu-Gi-Oh! Because if you collect all four, it's hard to buy everything all at once. So you have to prioritize, well, what am I going to get first? That's what this is. This has been about an eight-week journey now of this set of cards. We get to finally move on here pretty soon, but here we go. Number one this week, still Digimon, Digital Hazard, absolutely killing it. You're going to see the numbers here. Uh, these numbers have been stable for how many weeks now? Five weeks since Digital Hazard came out? Like that, yeah. They're not really moving, right? You can still get a case for $735, which I think is down two bucks. It didn't drop that much. Um, booster box, $70, which is down from 77 I mean, that's nothing. Um, four, you can get the four secret rares for one sixty three eighty seven. That's down, I think, about $13. So nothing crazy um, from this week to last week. And there's still 15 cards in this set that break that $15 price point. So just an overall solid set. Moving on. Excuse me. This one's taking a, a dive. Um, Pokemon is lucky that no one else has made new sets right now. Like no other TCGs has made a new set because it's tanking quick. You can get a case now of these ETBs for $436. That's, a, that's basically $43 a box. The, now the crazy thing is that you can actually get an ETB sealed on TCG player for as low as $30 right now. 
that might be cheaper than retail. The top four cards are down to 163.83. Now, last week it was up at 166, so it's down another three dollars. Um, but remember, those top four cards were over. It was like over 200 something dollars just a few weeks ago. And Pokemon Go is the newest one out of all these. Um, there are nine cards in this set that break the $15 price point. However, they're all secret rares, except for the alternate art Mewtwo and the Radiant Zard. The rest are all secret rares. So, good luck. Um, moving on, number three. Oh, wait. Yeah, number three. Did I miss something? I did. Digimon has a new set drop in here pretty soon on the 5th, I think, August 5th. Oh, do they? Yeah, X Record. Looks sick. We'll be covering that as soon as it drops. Um, all right. Number three this week. Is Dragon Ball Digimon Super. Or like, like a lot of like newer, newer Digimon. Huh? Like newer generation Digimon or like Um, I watched a box opening today. Uh it's got a little bit of everything, but yeah, some newer stuff. Uh, a lot of antibody stuff. Yeah. Uh, like that. Ultimate Squad here. <clears throat> a case you can get um, for $580. A box you can get for $53. That's crazy cheap. Um, 53 bucks is literally like wholesale price. <laughs> That's like what people pay from distributors. It's like 53 54 bucks. So they're just what what it, what this sounds like to me is stores are just like let me get my money back. I need to recuperate for the next set, whatever. Um, you can get the top three secret rares for three hundred dollars now. Remember that was up to almost four hundred a few weeks ago, so it's dropped over a hundred dollars and it'll continue to drop. That that Gohan Piccolo still hanging on about hundred eighty bucks, two hundred bucks. Not into it. The rest are kind of going down. Um. Crazy. It's 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 Dragon Ball. You know, when's that movie drop? That movie drops in about two weeks. We'll see what happens with this card. I'm really interested to see. It could be the Gohan market. Eat my words and be like, ah, she got it. The Gohan market might go crazy. I got if I got stuck with that card, I'd be pissed. Really? I think it's cool. Pissed? No, I don't like it. I think it's cool. I think Piccolo ruins the whole thing. Like just get rid of Piccolo and just leave that spot blank. And they yeah. can do that, and I would like the card. Maybe. <laughs> just, I don't like his like smooth Squidward look he's got going on, like all smooth, no texture. Mm. You know, because that's what happens when he goes into that powered up form. He gets all smooth, like all his little ripples go away. Oh, I see. Really it's smooth, smooth skin. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it looks funny. I haven't watched the movie yet. Um, I, I've been I've been trying not to. I can watch it, but I haven't. Um, well, maybe got, it's just animation, but I'm talking about like when they show him powered up like that, even in the preview. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smooth. It looks like no, no texture. There's no ripples. There's no like wrinkles. Yeah. It's like a orange part, you know? Like, no, I get I it. Know. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I don't know if that's the animation, if that's just the animation or like. Well, I definitely don't like this. I do not like the animation at all in this movie. Maybe I'm I'm upset. They could have. Why didn't they just copy Brawly? Chat, just let me know if I'm out of pocket for saying that this card sucks with Piccolo in it. 
I think it does. <laughs> just make more of it like I don't know. It should have went with like a Gohan with like a like a his aura, like you know, when he powers up to his next form. Like that aura and just oh, leave yeah. him in normal form like that, you know? Well, that would have been a cool precursor. We we still got some bets in that, that the, the next God Rare could be that. Which would be out of control. So. That'd be dope. Yeah, that'd be dope. Broken. Is this dude, his color scheme is dope. But it's, it's insane. His, with what they could do with that card and the color and what Dragon Ball does with, with cards like that. Be nuts. I agree. There you guys go. That's Imagine number three. Them, like, all white. Crazy. Ultimate squad. It's just been dragging along. It's just a it's a dead horse now. All right. <clears throat> Moving on to number four, which is even a, more of a dead horse. He got Dimension Force. Same you know, stuff. There's actually Oh yeah, we already talked about it last week. Never mind. Case. Case of Dimension Force, 630. Box, 54 bucks, which is pretty much wholesale. Uh, five Starlights that you can get in the set is $895. There are seven sets, or seven cards in the set that break the $15 price point. So there are two secret rares. So two secret rares, five Starlights. Uh, that's all you're going to get. Um, Power of the Elements comes out like next week too, I yeah. think. Yep, yep. We'll be yep, talking so about that later on today. But um, yeah, Power of the Elements comes out uh, soon. So we got X I'm Record and we got Power of the Elements. Those are going to be two new sets added. It should shake some stuff up. However, Digimon has just got a grip on the number one spot. Um, and rightfully so. I mean, you're going to open your box and get a secret rare that's worth 30 to $55. You're going to get one of them. It's like, nice, I got half my box back. Just makes you feel good. All right. There you guys go. That's that's the uh, TCG Battle Royale lineup this week. You got Digimon Digital Hazard, number one. Pokemon Go, number two, and Falling. Thank you, Alpha. Thank you. Ultimate Squad, number three, and Dimension Force, number four. We do have some new releases. Maybe August 5th, I think, is a Friday. So we might not have that lineup next week. I got I to gotta check. Um, I really don't like using pre-sale prices, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see as the week gets closer. I might share that information. I might not. You guys let me know in the Discord um, if you want to see that. All right. Maybe we do do pre-sale because sometimes people like to know, like, well, you know, what comes we'll, hot out of the gate. Well, you know? we do it. Well, here's the thing. We do the show on Tuesday, and most of the stuff drops Friday nights. So it's like, I'm okay with doing three days in advance. I'm not okay with doing, like, two weeks, ten days. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll let that other stuff slide since we have shows on Tuesday. Because if we had a show on Friday, we'd be able to share it. So it's like, what's the difference, you know? Right. All right. Here we go. Um, that's it for TCG Battle Royale. Moving on to Pokemon this week. Here we go. Who's that Pokemon? Pokemon. Um, if you guys have been watching our show, we've been doing every Pokemon booster expansion since the beginning for like the last nine, ten weeks now. Uh, we are finally up to Pokemon Legendary Collection. And after this set, things get really interesting because we come into the end of the Watsi area uh, era and we go into the EX era, which I don't know jack about. So I am super excited for the coming weeks, pretty much from like 2004 all the way up to like 2014 is a huge gap uh, in, in my collecting like 
knowledge that I that I can learn. So I get to research all this stuff and share it with you guys. It'd be really fun. Um, but this week we're talking about legendary collection. What's up, Jake? All right. Um, let's go Ooh. ahead and check it out. So TCG before before we even start, TCG player had a crazy, really. Let me show let me show you guys something. Let me show you this. This was so odd to me. Legendary collection. Um, watch this. I want to show you guys something because this was so odd to me, and this is you'll see why in a second. Legendary collection TCG player. All right. So, when I went to this price guide, right, they didn't have the reverse hollows in here. So I was like, I can't use this. This is not right. So, I had to find a different website. So, take this with a grain of salt. Right? This is a new website I'm using, but it had some decent information, and I kind of liked how they displayed it, so check it out. This is called price charting. Uh, let me see if I can shrink this page a little bit for you guys so you guys can actually see what's going on. That probably didn't help at all. That doesn't help you at all. Anyways. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> so this is the... I already, already updated it for high to low. This is legendary collection priced high to low. And they got like all kinds of crazy statistics and stuff that they do on here. It's kind of cool. But look at this. They got the ungraded price, the 9 and the 10. It's kind of all in one. So I think that's how they evaluate their cards because it's like an average of all of these, I think. Pretty sure. But anyways, here we go, guys. Number one, we're doing the top 15, by the way. We're not doing the top 20-something because there's a ton of reverse hollows in this set. Uh, but the number one card in this set is the Charizard Reverse Hollow at $665. 2709 That's crazy. Yeah, All right, and then crazy. a 10, I mean, 13K. These cards are hard as hell. Now, let me kind of great. see when we click this, look at this. It has all this information readily available. This is called pricecharting.com, guys. I don't know anything about it, so... Take it with a grain of salt. We don't know how credible it is, but hey, they got information here displayed. Let's read it, right? Here's all the different price information they got. Um, and then I guess these are prices that were reported. So that's kind of how it works. And it's just like a little information about the card. We're just going to use the list here. We're not going to go much further than that. So Pikachu's next on the list at 171. Look at the drop here, 600 down to 171. I mean, that's been pretty standard, though, for pretty much any set that we have a Charizard in. It Goes here, just down to there, real quick. You got Dark Blastoise Reverse at 167, so right behind the Pikachu. You got Venusaur Reverse at 148, right here. Dark Dragonite Reverse, 133. You notice these are all reverse hollows in the top uh, categories here. Snorlax Reverse, 128. If you guys don't know anything about Legendary Unless Collection. Yeah, these are reprints of like Jungle, Rocket, you know, um, Fossil, all these cards. They just reprinted them. But the coolest thing about it was that firework reverse hollow pattern that we've never seen ever since then. Really cool. Mewtwo, $113. Articuno, $107. These are all reverses, guys. Charmander reverse, $105. Dark Vaporeon reverse, $100. Gengar reverse, 98. He's got a crazy little pop. One? What the heck? Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's not my favorite one. It's the fossil one. But uh, 
Yeah. Still cool. Right. Yeah, it is cool. I mean, this makes the card that outline there. Firework. All right, we're at Gengar here. Jolteon reverse, 90. Squirtle reverse, 88. Moltres reverse, 86. And then Eevee is number 15. So there's more cards down here, but we're going to stop at 15. You got Eevee at um, $82, and then it just kind of goes all the way down. And as you can see, reverse hollows dominate this list here, guys. Yeah, it doesn't stop until you get to the Dark Dragonite. What's up? Which one's the Haunter? The Haunter reverse. I don't even know that. Sick. Oh, that's dope. Sick. That's sick. I'm going to have my eyes on that now. That's sick. I didn't even know. I didn't know that was in there. That's tight. Yeah. Lots of reprint cards. That's and good. honestly, good. they're just nice. super cool like this. So there you guys go. That's the that's the price list here. Now let's get into the PSA pops. There it is. You got uh, the top six here: Charizard through Snorlax, Charizard with eighty tens, Pikachu with thirty one tens, Dark Blastoise with thirty one tens. It's really nice to see these Pokemon. Like I do not dispute this top six right here. This is a solid top six. You got the big three, you got your Dragonite, which I'm all for this card, and Snorlax, which is actually a legendary card. Um, that's the, like the best card you can get in jungle. Uh, you got Venusaur here with 7110s. I like that he looks like the Pokemon from the game. Like Snorlax in the game, kind of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he looks very much like it. You got Dark Dragonite with 3810s, and you have Snorlax with 2010s. Now, the interesting thing about this... It's so funny because usually people say, well, these cards are harder to grade because of the silver foil pattern or, or the normal, right? The colorless energies are harder to grade than the fire energies, which are harder to grade than the water energy. The interesting thing about this is all the reverse foils have that same pattern, same look to them. So these, I think this is one of the most honest representations of just how many there are out there because you can't use that lore. Of like, well, Charizard is the hardest to grade. And it's like, well, why? It looks like it's the same exact format as all these other cards. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't say Snorlax is the hardest to grade, which you can say. You could say that in jungle because of that, you know, normal energy, colorless, silver backdrop, foil, really hard to grade, shows every print line. Like, you could do that. But these are all the same foil. So it's a different story here. You know what I mean? You can't you can't use that as a ploy, and I just think it's like super honest, and it's like it's just a nice representation of what these pops actually look like, and because these cards are pretty much all equal, they are equal. That's what it, that's what it is to me. Um, next you got the top uh seven through twelve here. Mewtwo, this is a I'm nice one. That Mewtwo, forty four tens, Charmander twenty eight tens. That's pretty low. Dark Vaporeon thirty tens. Gengar That's eight tens, low. yeah. That's so low. I gotta I gotta hunt some Gengars. Jolteon twenty nine tens and Dark Raichu thirty two. Pretty crazy. Jolteon's the best looking on. Huh? Jolteon's probably the best looking on the page. There. Oh yeah, that Jolteon is big. Um, these are just awesome looking cards. I mean, it's cool to see that the the reverse hollows too, like 
are actually cool in this set because it's unique, right? It was never done again. Um, and it gives you, it's not, it's not a reprint. You know what I mean? It's like its own thing. That's what's cool about it. All right, moving on to the bottom three here. This is, um, yeah, Pokemon wasn't like, hey, we made a hit. Let's, uh, keep let's do it again. It. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You should be in the number one spot. Oh gosh. Get out of here. Get Who's out of here. Who's that? Fire that guy. Who's that? Tony. Fire him. You're oh, gone. Dude. Get out of here, kid. Your your opinion's out the window, dude. You're done. You have been demoted from VIP down to lurker. Oh. You're out. Get him out. I I can't <laughs> believe he said that. Throw him out. Throw him out. I, I can't believe what he said heck? that. He's gone. All right. Yeah. Here's 13 through 15. You got the Squirtle with 40 tens, Moltres with 38 tens, and Eevee with 24 tens. The top 15. Yeah, that Squirtle's kind of dope. Yeah, it's clean. Uh, the top 15 are all reverse hollows. I think it's. If you're going to highlight something in this set and make it different and have its own stamp on the game, it's these reverse hollows. Firework reverse hollows. Also, Rock. Get. Oh, gosh. Mute this guy. He's done. Get rid of him. <laughs> Get rid of him. <laughs> Throw him out. He said raw. <laughs> Nobody likes raw. This guy's out of control. He's just, I think he's doing that on purpose. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> Peace out, brother. You're gone. Um, so like, I'm sure, I'm sure the raw Funko pop is still the same price as when it came out. You well, you know, like, you know, the Slifer one's expensive and the Obelisk one is expensive. The raw one is probably the same price. <laughs> same price. <laughs> it hasn't changed. Probably. It's probably like cheaper. It's probably like, he keeps saying it. It's probably like 18. It's like 1899. <laughs> probably. He, he, said I, he said, I like raw. This guy's done. <laughs> this guy's toast. All right. So the interesting thing about this, you know how we covered the Neo stuff for like four weeks? We covered what? We covered Neo for like four weeks. Right. Yeah. Yep. Well, I had time to find a PSA 10 that was underpriced, and I got I got myself a PSA 10 Hollow Magnemite from Neo Discovery. Uh, what for, the hell? For 140 bucks. A PSA 10? Yeah. 140 dollars. Was there how many how many uh, how many tens were there in there, the in the pop? There are 49. Oh, that's dope, dude. Only 49, but it was 140 dollars. That's what I'm saying. You got it for 140 bucks. Yeah, um, that's good. A ten? Yeah. <laughs> what? That's tight, dude. Well, that's good. It was cool because we did all that research, and I was like, I got to get me a ten from these sets because they're so low. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a different story with Legendary Collection. Um, I'll have to actually spend some money. So maybe I'll just go ahead and slap myself a nice Gengar. Yeah, I think a ten, a ten, a ten is expensive from these. But I remember when I was like, we we covered it in the Devoncore segment, like yeah. how to make a good scale up from Legendary Collection. But uh, and I forgot what the disconnect was. But I remember we were finding some cards. I was like, dude, go buy these reverse hollows. What what is that? What is going on? Yeah, yeah. So, but I, I don't I don't remember if I was searching for tens. Tens are probably yeah. Really I'll, this will probably be. I'll probably just go for a value value buy here and just like, hey, I'm gonna you go just find do a, a haunter. No, just do like a haunter ten. Yeah. Because he's like, he's sick. He's sick, but not a lot of people. Right. You know, are like 
hyped on them. Yeah. And you know what, though? This is, this is one of the few times, like, in my opinion, this is one of the few times where, like, you know, these the name reverse foil is actually a good thing. Um, yeah. Does anyone... Does anyone know from back in the day if if people wanted these reverse hollows or did they still want the hollows? That would be like during its time. That's good info, yeah. Hey. Mm. <laughs> Jake, you know anything good about question. that? I I imagine they wanted the reverse hollows because these just popped. But who knows? What if it was like back in the day like no, I still wanted the hollow Charizard. I don't know. I don't yeah, know anything yeah, yeah. about the pool rates. I don't know anything. Like, it's like everyone, everyone was getting these. So they're probably like, what is this? Who knows? I, I don't know the actual know. pool rate situation, but it would be inter- interesting to know. That is cool. Yeah. I think about it that way. But yeah, that is interesting. So there you guys go. That is legendary collection. Really cool. Um, great refresher on how, when you get to see all the cards, it just reminds you like, oh yeah, I definitely need to get one before it's too late. Yeah. So, very good. All right. And the Snorlax is dope. That's it for Pokemon this week. Moving on to some Yu-Gi-Oh! Heart of the Cards. Here we go. Yes. All right, guys. So, for Heart of the Cards this week, we got something real short and sweet. Um, Power of the Elements comes out August 5th, I believe. We're not going to do a deep dive into this set just yet, but we're going to go ahead and take a look at some of the stuff. Um... What I noticed is there's not a lot of good online resources for Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, Bleeding Cool is not covering Yu-Gi-Oh. You know, Ludkins is not covering Yu-Gi-Oh. They just don't. Um, so it's hard. It if And if you do find Yu-Gi-Oh stuff, it is, like, plagued with text. There's no pictures. There's no visuals. It's just, like, read paragraphs for days. Like, oh, God, I don't want to read that. So. Um, infinite TCG player is okay. Here we go. This is Power of the Elements. Uh, just some uh, basic stuff here. So this is the ninth core booster of Series 11 following Dimension Force. So we've been covering Dimension Force. We, we're tired of it. We want to move on to Power of the Elements. <clears throat> Scrolling down here. Um, this is OCG stuff. Here we go. The TCG version right here, guys. Also introduces new members support for the Gadget Lady of Lament. Uh, Morphotronic, power tool archetypes, as well as trap monster types. Okay. Introduces the goaty archetype, the goaded archetype. Here we go. Get that out of here, TCG player. Here's a breakdown of the TCG set. We're not going to go over OCG. We're going to go TCG right here. In the TCG, there are nine cards in a pack, 24 packs a box. The set contains 100 cards, 10 secrets. 14 Ultras, 26 Supers, and 50 Commons. I believe this is a Starlight set. I don't think it's a Collector Rare. I think it's a Starlight set. Here we go. Oh, these are the different packs. I think they had the set list down here. Here it is, yeah. So here's the set list. TCG player, go away. Oh my god, okay. Um, You know any of these cards? You... Elemental Hero, Spirit of Neos. Dope. I mean, that's pretty sick. That's a super. Dope. Secret Rare is Sprite Blue. I don't know anything about that now, guy. Now, yeah. Uh, I think Therion, uh, Therion cards, those are like... Right here. Therion. Yeah, he has a... 
He has a card from uh, Dimension Force that's pretty, uh, what's it called? Expensive. The Secret Rare and the Starlight, because mm. it's meta. So I think these cards are here, these Therion cards, they're meta. Because I've been, I've been looking at a lot of the meta decks, that like the competitive meta decks that are winning competitions. Like yeah. I always look at the top like, one oh, to five on uh, Infinite TCG Player. Yeah. So if you guys don't know, that's a website where you can go look at like a lot of competitive Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. And uh, I, I saw a lot of them using like decks. With these oh, monsters. look, at Starlight Rare. Here it is. So yeah. there's a Starlight. Exo Sister, Martha. That's oh, going to be a expensive. Starlight Rare. That's going to be an expensive one. Um, also, the Earth Channeler is another Starlight. They're all females. What's up Probably with that? Be an expensive one. What else we got in here? <clears throat> Here's a fusion monster. Fear, tier limits. A lot of waifu going on in here. What's Yu-Gi-Oh doing? I thought these were n- elemental heroes. I mean, you're not clicking on any of them. But I'm not seeing that many either. I'm only, I only saw like two. Yeah. Elemental hero shining, Neos wingman. Let's check him out. He's tight. Okay. Yeah, he's he's a he's a dude on the front of the pack. He's tight. Oh, so he's the mascot. He's an ultra. Yeah, he's sick. They they seem to do that for some reason. The ultra rare is always the mascot, which is I'm yeah, cool I'm with. Be a starlight or something. T- I mean, I wish he had a starlight because I like I like elemental hero, but whatever. What uh, Alpha wants to know what the site was. What's the uh, name? Of- Infinite. Infinite TCG player? Infinite TCG um, player, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, like, if you go on there, uh, it says decks, like, decks and events, I think, like that. If you click on that, it'll show you, like, North America qualifier, North America world championship, and it shows you the dates of, like, when they completed. So, I think the latest one was actually the North American championship. Ultimate Slayer. Um, this is a starlight. And it was uh, of Sword Soul Tenyi. Sword Soul Tenyi that took first place. Second place, I think, was... Uh, a punk deck, maybe. Wow. And third place, um, I can't remember. Where are the heroes? But I've I've just been I just I always look at decks to stay up, like kind of like on the on uh, the meta cards that are in the sets. Okay. Well, where? I'm not seeing a lot. Like I'm not seeing what I'm looking for I'm not, here. I'm not. I'm not seeing any any heroes here, which is sucks because heroes do really well. So I don't know why Yu-Gi-Oh stopped making them. You know. There, like, oh, here we go. Start. Oh, yes. Yes. Destiny Hero Destroyer. Yeah, dude, this is dope. This is dope. So Destiny Hero Destroyer, Phoenix Enforcer. He's from he's from that one set that had the uh the hundred dollar card in it. Yes, dude. This is sick. Starlight. Whoa. Yes. He was like he was like 50, 60 bucks when he came out, and he was just a secret rare. And uh I think he what set was he in? Oh my gosh. That's pretty sweet. Remember. Yeah, sweet. That's dope. That's dope. I like that. He's gonna be expensive. Wasn't he in our um, March Madness? No. Mm-mm. Different one. Different one. He's oh, dude. They they came out the secret rare, like a regular secret rare in a different set. He's, and he's like gonna be a starlight. Was that what I he's did? I read that now. So that's yeah, only a starlight. It looked like it, that was the only rarity he was under. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, wow. So they they literally they literally catfished us for one hero. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they did catfish. 
For one hero, yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Why would they? Well, there's one right here. The super. Okay. Yeah, there was like three or four Neos cards in there. It's whatever. Okay, well, there you guys go. Um, that That's is so it. Sick. I'm looking forward to that one. That's For Power cool. of the Elements. Just a real brief look. Nothing too crazy. Um, yeah, it'd be cool. I'm sure we'll open up some. It's tight like that. I All right. Get that one. That's it for Heart of the Cards this week. Moving on to Kyber Corp. Here we go. Boop, boop. All right, guys. What's up? Welcome to the Kyber Corp segment. This is uh, where we talk about cards that would belong in Kaiba's suitcase. But had he had this card, maybe uh, he wouldn't have got obliterated. Maybe he wouldn't have ruined his right? life. Yeah, he wouldn't have ruined his life. And... Uh, those cards that were in his suitcase would have stayed valuable if he would have had these ones. But anyways, mm. if you guys don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the anime uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. That's uh, when Kaiba lost Exodia. So we're talking about the Forbidden One today. Um, I just wanted to touch on a brief couple of things that I thought were kind of weird and interesting in terms of uh, collecting Yu-Gi-Oh. So let me know what you guys think if you guys are in the same boat. So here, let me pull up my notes. So... If you guys are watching the video format, the first PSA 10 that you see, the first edition, the one that has like the lighter color. Yep. And the, and the gold font up top. That is like the OG LOB um, Exodia, the Forbidden One. Sick. That is a PSA 10 first edition. Super the best sick. ultras ever. Right. So this is the head only goes for $12,000. So just the head itself is a $12,000 card. Now, the reason being is because there's only four tens in the world oh my gosh and there's only two complete sets of psa tens out there because if you look at the pops i think the right and like left leg only have two psa tens i so know the guy who has a full you, set you can only make two full sets even if even if the head has four tens you can only make two full sets of this exodia in tens yeah. so there is one PSA 10 um, first edition Exodia set for sale on eBay, and it's $39,000. Whopping $39,000. That's so cool. So it's so cool because he is, he's Exodia, the forbidden one. And there's, and the way that Yu Gi Oh worked it out, it's like there's only two full sets of a perfect Exodia, like the forbidden one, like set. Like, right. there's only two. Like that is the dopest thing in the world, and how that worked out with the anime. It's almost the like anime, the anime. It's kind of really cool. Yeah, super cool. Um, because I think that's so what ends up happening is that there was one set, and then they got they got obliterated, and then somehow another set came about, right? Because Exodia gets pulled out again, and they're like, "What? I thought, oh, uh. he's like, ah, I have the other set." Uh. <laughs> Anyways. I thought that was super cool, um, but what kind of threw me for a loop here, I was like, huh, that's weird, um, is that Exodia, um, the Dark Duel Stories promo, so we all know the blue eyes from Dark Duel Stories, the whopping, like, I think it's like $19,000 card in a PSA 10. A PSA 10 of this Dark Duel Stories, uh, Exodia the Forbidden One, 2348 bucks. Now, to me... That's not Why? terrible. Why? Because if, if 
Blue Eyes, I get it, is a very hit, iconic monster, but this is Exodia. This is the dude who beat him in the same promo, same year, same... You got him in the same way from the first edition uh, game only. And other than Dark Magician, he has a lower pop than the Blue Eyes. So he has 115, and I think the Blue Eyes has like 180 or something like that. You said those are 2300 bucks. $2,300 for that, yeah. That's why I was like, this This is interesting. Why... why they're the same promo, same year. You got them the same way. This, the if you want to argue the legitimacy or like legendariness of these or goatness of these monsters, Dark Magician, Exodia, Blue Eyes. What's the pop goats. on the Blue Eyes versus the Exodia? I think the pop on the on the Blue Eyes is like one sixty nine to like one eighty. Like one sixty nine to one eighty. This Exodia is one fifteen. Interesting. One fifteen. Yeah. And then, and then the Dark Magician's one oh eight. Wow. So not even that far off from the Dark Magician, and it, and it's significantly less than so the Yu-Gi-Oh guys can't figure it out, huh? Yeah, so I, I think there's I think odd. it just comes down to there's more um, Blue Eyes fans out there because they're it's Definitely. crazy. Definitely, but this this card is outstanding. Like it is. It, that's not bad at all. His chest, like where he has like that like a like that like a trim on his chest. Armor, even that yeah. has like that. Foil that, like holographic foil in it, which is super dope. That's it. And uh, even the card itself is like darker in image, so it looks super dope. Um, but here's the other thing. So I was like, okay, we have the DD, we have the legendary DDS promo going for like really cheap, two thousand three hundred forty eight bucks in a ten, and it's less it's less popped than the DDS blue eyes, so makes pretty no brainer if you're a Yu Gi Oh guy. But here's the other thing. Now, would you take? The first edition, Exodia Head only for twelve thousand, right? There's only four of them in the world. Obviously, that's a no-brainer. But this Exodia Lob reprint, yes, and we're going to talk about the reprint. We're not talking about unlimited like square logo. We're talking reprint. Yeah, okay? 20, 2010 reprint. Twenty ten to two uh, to like twenty seventeen or whatever it is. Yes, yep. um, that reprint right there. There's only one complete set of tens. Can you believe that? And it's not even registered, and, and that one ten is going for four thousand. That whole set is going for four thousand dollars on eBay right now. I can four thousand dollars. I have the picture right here on on the video format. That's yeah, the four thousand yeah. dollars set. That's the reprint. I could do full that set. But check this out. Not even the pop hasn't even hit. Hasn't even hit PSA oh, website. On, not even on PSA yet. So it's fresh. It's fresh. And there's only one, and there's right now on PSA's website, there's like zero PSA 10s for like the left leg and zero PSA 10s for like the left arm. That's and the sweet. other ones have like, the other ones have like 60 on the head, like, like 23 on the, on the <laughs> other arm, but the other ones have zero. Like what? And, and there's, there's some graded in nines and in eights, but no tens. So this right here, if anyone acts fast, which is what I was saying, like, Hey, this is the iconic. Lob, uh, card going for twelve thousand, pop of four. We have the iconic DDS getting undersold for two thousand three hundred forty-eight dollars with a lower pop than the Blue Eyes, and then we have the reprint. Yes, the reprint getting some love, coming out at a complete set at four thousand. There's only one complete set out there. Incredible. So, like, if you're a Yu-Gi-Oh guy, please do what you got to do to make something happen and get yourself one of these disconnected cards. Um, cause obviously there's something going on in the Yu-Gi-Oh community that's not really clicking 
And if you guys are having trouble with recognizing what's a reprint and what is uh, unlimited or like an OG first edition, obviously the first edition will have first edition on it. The unlimited print um, is actually totally different verbiage than the reprint. So it's pretty easy to identify. But the easiest way to, to identify a reprint is that it's going to say you win the duel versus an automatic, automatic victory. victory. Yeah. An automatic victory. So if you're watching the video format, which is the font, the writing on the top. Yeah. An automatic victory in the first sentence. That's OG. OG. If it says you win the duel at the end of the card effect sentence, that's a reprint. So yeah. that's the uh, telltale signs of a reprint and an OG. Which Exodia do you guys choose? Do you guys go with the full set? Do you guys go with the head only? Do you guys go with the iconic promo um, that basically rivals the, the blue eyes, but for some reason the price isn't there? Um, I'm going to have to start looking. Yeah, I thought it was pretty crazy for Exodia being as, I don't know, forbidden and as iconic. Man, and I just remember, though, he's like, a he's a legend. in like fifth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, I had friends that would have like one piece. And I mean, it was bent, scratched, you know, they put in their pocket, yeah. but I was like, dude, yeah. you got a piece of Exodia? And they're like, yep. And like, they wouldn't trade yeah. it. Yeah. And it's like, dang, dude, I, I wish I could get one of those. That's nuts. Yeah, right, right. I feel I feel like he was legendary like that when I was a kid too. Like yeah, you only cars. saw like like uh what's it called? Those uh swap meat swap meat yeah. swap meat set of Exodia, you know? I'm like, dude, that's fake. No, it's not. It's all glossy. It's all OCG. I mean, that's fake. The thing the fake. thing it's the thing about it too is that it's a five piece card. Like that's the epitome of Yu Gi Oh. It's dope. You know? Like yeah, they, you dude. They were doing the cards in pieces before anyone else. You were Crazy. stacking your deck with Monster Reborn because you're killing off some of the arms, trying to get them back in your hand. <laughs> you're stacking your hand with a pot of greed because you're trying to pull those two cards. Damn. You know? The epitome, dude. Swords revealing light. You're trying to just, you know, buy time so you can just keep ripping cards through the deck. And then little do you know, your last card, your the last arm is the last card in the deck. You're like, oh, well, about to lose. Damn. <laughs> That's sick. Yep. Sick, I'm gonna have to, so I'm gonna have to go back and look. Might have to go. Might have to go buy some. Clean out the raw market. <laughs> yep. So even even, even get all the just pieces. The, uh, yeah, you get all the pieces. Just hoard them. Um, even uh, even go look at like the. Uh, I think El Dorado has gold. The gold Exodia in it. I think I I took it from you, right? Didn't yeah. I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I think El Dorado is what's getting opened up in the in the in the giveaway or the box break or whatever coming up on Friday, right? Box yeah. break. Um, maybe you guys score some pieces of uh, Exodia. And you guys get like a El Dorado golden one. That'd be cool. Um, so go look up your favorite pieces of Exodia. You will be surprised about like what you find. And I mean, I was finding pieces of Exodia like reprints, reprints, and unlimiteds that were like, <laughs> I don't think people know how to identify it, and it's just crazy because I'm like. That's $130 for a 10. What? Why? And you got people putting together sets for 4000 Come on, guys. Dang. Guys, go look at Yugi or go go look at Exodia's. Uh, I think we've I think we found a a, a glitch here. Yeah. Check out glitch. your Exodia's. <laughs> the thing is too, is right, those, guys, that's it. those legacy packs are going away too. Oh, dude, I've seen less and less in the price. They just keep staying steady, and I'm like, oof. We talked about it though before. We talked about it way before. Like, legacy packs are the ultimate alternative to 
the OG Yu-Gi-Oh if you're out of that game. Yeah, we were because like, they we're will turn. They're, they're the XY. They're the XY of you know. Yu-Gi-Oh's Yu-Gi-Oh. one. Well, Yu-Gi-Oh is one of the few games where reprints do well because yeah. they print them in different rarities, different effects. So it's like a different card, but it's not. It's. Hmm. All right. I'll be looking at Exodia tonight. Here we go, guys. Uh, moving on. What do we have coming up? What's next? What the heck is next? Uh, Digi Destin. Oh, oh, let's do this. Digi Destin. Did, did, here did, we. Did, 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 did you mom? Here we go. <laughs> Chase said, I'd like those packs back, please. <laughs> I'm going to start rewatching. Digimon. Dude, Chase. All right, guys. Chase blessed me with that pack. That pack was blessed from the gods. Yeah. Well, so I've been, I've been waiting on this one. This, has been, this is what I was waiting for. Digidestin this week. We're going we're, we're to be talking about the top 10 Digibattle cards in the market right now. And you might say, well, how do you know that? Well, because me and a few friends of mine have been making a price guide for the last year and a half, almost two years. So I have information on cards from Series 3 to Series 6, which are the vintage Digimon cards that everyone's kind of really wants right now. Um, and we're able to stack information. And when I built this top 10 list, I was aware that some cards were going to be there. But then there's other cards that I wasn't. I was like, wow. Like, looking at it in order. Because I think what happens to a lot of the Digimon collectors is they listen to too many people on the outside. You just need to listen to the stats and you need to listen to your gut. If you follow those two things, you will do well. Use your brain. Don't listen to what people are saying because it gets noisy, right? Like, it's real noisy when people say this is the rarest and and this and this and this. Just follow the numbers. They don't lie. Um, but this is really cool, guys. So this is my top 10 list of Digi Battle cards based on price over the last like 18 months, right? So this is all the prices. You're like, well, how do you get this information? Well, I go on eBay every three months or two and a half months, every quarter, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, in three-month chunks. And I look at sold prices for Series 3, Series 4, Series 5, Series 6. We look at foil, we look at gold stamp, then we go to Mercari. We do the same thing. First, second, third, fourth quarter. Then I have people message me on Instagram, on email, and on Discord and say, hey, I just bought this card for this much money. Can you throw it on the sheet? Yep, got it. That's how I have pretty much the best information you can get on prices of cards. So here we go. Number 10, Gold Vidramon. His average price, these are average prices, by the way. This is not like, right? So like a card could sell for a thousand and could sell for a dollar. It would bring the average to 500. Okay. That's just an example. Gold Vigermon selling for $577. Can't hear you. That's a shame. Why? You like that one? I like, I like that one. <laughs> I, I got two copies. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Number nine. Millennium Mon. This is a Series 6 foil. $599.99. Now, this sale belongs to our very own Chris Christopoli from the Discord. He's the one who actually got the most recent price on this one um, in the last like six months. So that's how we got the price on this. Millennium Mon, $599.99. Number eight. 
Ophanamon Gold Stamp, $610. Series 6, you guys see a trend here? Series 6 is number is the first three so far. Um, there were, this is an, this is a price average as well on the Ophanamon. These are all averages guys, except, well, the, the Millennium on is one sale. So that's kind of hard to get an average on that. But anyways, it's there. Number seven, Lilymon foil, $647. Now, that I, nice. well, I, well, that's my Lilymon. I didn't pay 647 for mine though. <laughs> get that. that nice. Get that out of your head right now. I did not. <laughs> I did not pay that. Someone else. There's this other sales that led to the $647 price. Okay, not mine. My mine played a part in the average, but not, not that. Okay. Next, number six, Imperial Jamon Paladin Mode Foil, $650. So there's a Series Five card. So you got four Series Six and, and and one Series Five in the bottom five. Okay. You like that one? Yeah, that one's tight. I don't have that one. So. <laughs> oh. I I just tight. I've had multiple opportunities to buy him. I just haven't prioritized him. That's weird because I've seen him. I've seen him on a on modern Digimon cards. And I'm like, mm, mm, yeah, whatever. And you know what's what I mean? cool but is that this foil, this that foil actually has the strongest attack in the entire Digi Battle game. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, he has the highest cool. attack power. Yeah. It's kind of a cool little thing, but, you know, does it make him more expensive? I don't yeah, know. Support. Uh, Number five. Gallantmon Gold Stamp from Series 6. He has a price average of $680.66. What's that? I said I hate that card. I don't know what it is. Sick. Like it. I've learned to love it. I've learned to love it. That was the first. This was the first Series 6 card that I bought back in the day. And I had no idea. I was like, Gallantmon, he's cool. I'll buy it. I didn't know that he was from Series 6. I didn't know that Series 6 had this huge lore to it. And it was the hardest set. <laughs> I just bought it. Something, something, about, something about, I don't know, just that, I don't, the artwork on it. I just don't like it. I haven't been a fan. He looks like a torpedo. That's Granny. Yeah, the attachment. Yeah. He's riding Granny. It just kind of looks weird. Should've just, they should just put him there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, a, like, um, you know what I mean? with this, well, they with do this. have a starter deck card that you'll probably like. Oh, okay. It's a hollow, too. So, Number four, Omnimon. See, something like that. That's dope. Omnimon is a price average of $805. Like, get the, get the logo on his shield glowing, you know what I mean? Like, that'd be cool. Like, a little pose with yeah. his shield up. Well, glowing. you might like the foil cool. of Gallantmon. You might like the foil, because there's a foil version of that, too. So you might like it. Yeah. It's just like Dragon Mode and Pre-O- Pre-O-Dramon. I don't like that either. Yeah. 805 on the Omni. His average is pretty darn high. Yeah, um, it's expensive. Yeah. Holy crap. Number three. War Greymon Foil. $810. Iconic. Dope. Mm-hmm. That's the number three card. It looks like it looks like when they do the Digivolve and the old... Uh, and they do the spin around and the old... Uh, Episodes, old anime episodes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. When they're digivolving, they're like, you know, digivolving to War Greymon. They're like spinning around. They're just like in the silhouette, like stick. <laughs> the warp digivolve? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 
So it's not like where they're armoring up. They, they do it all quick because there's like six of them that have to do it. <laughs> it's, it's, that's part of the show, okay? Yeah. All right. So does anyone have any guesses on what number two? You got no guess on number two? Um. Wait. Okay. Hold on. Take a look here. Oh, you got your bottom five here. You got Gold Vigermon, Millenniumon. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of some Gold Tech. Phantomon, Lilymon, Imperial Dramon Paladin. You got Gallant. You got Omni. You got War Greymon. Gotta be a, there's gonna be a black. There's gonna be a black something in there. There's gonna be a black. Who's War number Greymon. two? There's gonna be a black War Greymon, black War Growlmon, or something. Um, it's gonna be something black for sure, and it's gotta you be got- like a. There's gotta be like a, a Lucimon. Okay. And here's number two. Black War Greymon foil. Oh, I knew it. $875.98. That's his average. Got we got a lot of price info on this card. $875.98. That's dope. And then can you anyone guess number one? He said Leo Mon. <laughs> Cal said Leo Mon. Here's number one. We all know. We all know who the real king is around here. Oops. We're really backwards. Backwards. Lucimon gold ah. stamp. <laughs> I do. I was right again. Number one. He is the king of Digibattle yes. right now, and that hey. is at his price average is one thousand one hundred and twenty eight dollars and sixty six cents. Hey. So this is a testament to the Poke Tower podcast. So. I started out collecting Digimon a long time ago, but fell off and know nothing about it. Then, uh, Gengar Greasy gets into Digimon. He gets way deep into it. He's like, hey, Devin, check this out. I'm like, mm, it's cool, but I'm only impressed by like the Digimon I remember. He's like, no, dude, check this out. Check this out. Then we start covering our podcast, start talking about it in our Discord. We get a bunch of members who now like Digimon. I couldn't have told you any of this stuff, what, a year ago when you started? I couldn't have told you what was the top three, four. I couldn't identify any Digimon, none of that. So if you've been listening to the podcast, even just four, like, I would say, when do we start really doing, like, really, really diving into this? Uh, Probably, like, About a little over a year ago. On the podcast over a year ago, when when I got into it, it was almost two years ago. Well, I'm talking about like when we just started talking about like Digibattle. When did we do that segment where we started talking about each and every single Digibattle? About a year ago. A year ago? A year ago? Yeah. So if you've just been listening to the podcast for a year, right? Yeah, I can't actually remember. It was, uh, you no, could, it was, you could come as far as I am right now. It was about, I think it was like six months ago. About 18 months ago. No, 18, 18? months. Yeah, because the first six months of the podcast, I didn't talk about Digimon. And then after the new year, I was like, hey, guys, I'm looking at Digimon. So hmm. September to like January, I didn't say anything. I'm and thinking about when we open up, when we open up Fusion. Yeah, it was. Jason Chris is Fusion, right. Chris is right. It was around episode 20. I knew nothing about. Because that's Digimon. when we started doing the, the segments. The different segments. Remember when we did, remember when we did the Fusion? Yeah. Uh, it was a while back. It was a while back. I didn't know. I didn't know nothing. Couldn't have told you nothing. I couldn't have, couldn't have said 
He said, yeah. make a guess. That's got to be a black war, war Greymon or a black yeah. War Greymon. I wouldn't be able to do any of that. How long, how long still- is... How long is 20 weeks? Like four months? Five months? Mm, yeah, what, four episodes? Four months? Yeah, five months. About four months, yeah. Four? So, yeah, no. well then, no, that makes sense. Five months, my, my bad. Yeah, that, that's yeah, perfect then. So five months after we started the podcast, we were on episode 20. That's about, that's when we did the Digi Destin like segment and all that stuff. And then we started talking about each set and all that. Yep. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So it has been a year and a half. Yeah, that's what Jake Jake said about a year and a half. Wow, crazy. Yeah, so a year a year and a half, just like just a year and a half. And like, I'm not even a big Digimon guy. So even if you were just but you knew this, dive in, huh? But I but I knew this. You, you knew these. Yeah, I knew these. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's that's saying a lot to our to the podcast and the people we have in our Discord. And that's how much we talk about it and or know about it. That someone like me who has no interest, no, I mean, I have some interest. I like Digimon. There's Digimon that I like, but I'm not a Digimon collector. I won't go out there and collect this because it's a rare set. I won't go buy this monster because it's a rare monster. I buy the ones that I like, and they have to mean something to me in order to make it to my collection. You know? So for me to know this stuff is like, this is like, I don't know. If you can't put two and two together... About Digimon or about Yu-Gi-Oh or about Pokemon or about Dragon Ball from this podcast, probably sh- you probably shouldn't be in the industry of collecting. He knew these. Just saying, you know what I mean? Because I, I tell you right now, I'm an idiot and I knew nothing about Digimon. I, hey, and I love I can, this top five though. I can I tell my, I can tell the difference. Love this top five. Like this is probably my top five Digimon cards. Like I'm all for it. It's mm-hmm. it was just I, to be honest, guys. Even though I have this price guide, I've never laid it out like this. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, well, let's go see what the most expensive card is and break it down. I've never done that. I just like, I don't use the price guide for that. Then I was like, you know what? Let's let's take a look at what the top 10 cards are right now. And this is based off of almost 18 months of information. I mean, this bottom five, I did not see happening. But the top five, this is just textbook Digimon. Like, if you're going to be buying Digimon, these are the guys I'm down with. You know what I mean? I'm all for it. Now, things get interesting when we go into the graded market because there's different records there. There's different things that we have to track. I do track the graded price uh, movements. Um, but man, you know, we are literally one sale away from the PSA 10 War Greymon Gold Stamp from being the highest selling Digi Battle card there is. We're one sale away. Um, crazy. Like, I mean, the cheapest one right now is $4,000. If, if there's one that's done like that, he automatically takes the, the cake. He will be the highest sale of Digibattle ever at that point. Um, so the graded the graded top 10 is a little bit different, but I thought for raw cards, this was absolutely nuts. And I'm so proud of Lusamon because <laughs> nobody besides Jake <laughs> has been screaming Lusamon with us. Like it was like, I was like, man, this just makes sense. You look at the history of this card, and and it was four hundred dollars in 2012. That is insane. So uh, it's just, I'm really happy to see Lusamon up there. Um, it's just cool to see it. Like, because I paid 1300 for mine. So I actually, in some ways, may have overpaid. Do you know what I mean? But not really. Like, I made the right decision. Um, just cool. Very cool. 
And then all, all my other cards, I didn't pay these prices for. It's absolutely nuts what they're what they're coming to right now. But uh, that's Digimon for you, man. I this is just cool. I love seeing all five of these laid out. It's a uh, it's pretty sweet. I'll probably have to make my display like that. I like that. Yeah, it's tight. You got two Good golds, Digimon. two golds, and three foils. Like what? And what's crazy it's though? Digimon. Check it out though. Digimon. But but Omnimon, Omnimon, and Black War Greymon don't even have gold stamps. Yeah, they're so ones, right? so if they had gold stamps, I wouldn't be surprised if they would might they might be in the top five. So by default, you have to use the foil because there's nothing else out there for them. They didn't have a higher rarity. So, game. What do you think it would take for Digimon to blow up with vintage sales even higher? Um, it would take you. This is being honest. Um, my honest opinion is that. It would take someone bigger than the Poke Tower podcast to put it on the map. Um, because I've done, I've done it, and Jake's done it. You know, we've put Digi Battle in the best light we can, uh, but we're small fish, right? We are very small fish in this uh, ocean, um, and I think it would have to take an honorable, a very honorable, trustworthy and like exciting influencer to take this to the next level. Whether, whether I work with them or not is, is one thing, but it would take someone who has a bigger following than us to get this to that next step. Uh, and that's just the truth. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm all for it as long as it's done ethically, really. Like I, I love Digimon. So I, I am pro Digimon as long as it's doing well. I don't care. <laughs> what, what am I complaining about? You know? So, there you guys go. That's it for DigiDestin. I was really excited to cover this city. This is like my favorite segment today. Um, anything else? Nothing? No, that's dope. I like All it. All right. Moving on to Dragon Ball this week. Here Info. we go. All right. Dragon Ball this week. Thought I heard something that was kind of weird. This? All right. Um, <clears throat> Dragon Ball. We're going to be covering. There's not much. We're not covering much. Uh, thanks, Jake. Um, there's a little bit of information on the newest series of Dragon Ball. And that is the Zenkai series. So remember we talked about Unis, Rise of the Unison Warriors was going to be. This is it after Ultimate Squad. Well, in September... They're making a new booster expansion called the Zenkai series. And in September, that set is rumored to have the next Ghost Rare. So that's going to be big promo, very big promo. And and uh, also, um, what am I trying to say? Incentive for people to buy into this new Zenkai series. Hey, let's throw in a God Rare. Open this stuff up. See, you guys are going to like this new Zenkai series. So the first set is going to be called Dawn of Legends. And I can tell you right now, I really like this cover. Goku, Vegeta, Gohan, Piccolo. These are rumored to be the strongest four characters that Earth has right now. Right? Like Piccolo is supposed to be on par with UI Goku now. That's what they said his new, his new form is. Is on par with Goku. And then Gohan is supposed to be stronger than everyone. I don't know. I don't know. Those are just the like rumors, that. though. I don't... Like until that. it comes out... Until it's, like, canon, 
Nobody really knows. But um, yeah. let's go ahead and take a look at this so article. Gohan just beating down Goku. No one knows. Can you guys get Goku wigs for the DBZ part? Uh, we could probably do that for Halloween. We'll definitely do that. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. We'll do that. If that's what you want, we can do that. <clears throat> All right. Here we go, guys. This article okay. comes from Bleeding Cool. And this is uh, Dragon Ball Super Card Game reveals Zenkai series at San Diego Comic-Con. So this was two days ago. Two days ago, you got Dragon Ball Super Card Game kicking off a new series block in September with Zenkai series. Bandai revealed new information about Zenkai, the first set under the banner, and new card types at the San Diego Comic-Con. So this was just two days ago. This is really cool, by the way. That's not, that's an ad. That's not cool at all. This is cool. Deals I like this. Will blow you away. I'm glad that we got a UI Goku, and I'm glad we got a blue Vegeta here. That's cool. Surprise, we don't have a what? What's going on here, Gohan? That's not right. And you guys yeah. can't. Yeah, there's smooth, smoothed over Piccolo. Smooth, <laughs> buffed out Piccolo. He's got polished, buffed out. All right, polished Piccolo. <laughs> All right, sure. so the the new the name of the new set is called Dawn of Legends. That's funny. Good name. Um, Good name. Yeah, sweet. And I mean, and rightfully so. Look at this. We got all of our legends right here. And I really hope the new movie does them well. Um, this set, set by developers to include characters from every saga. Based on the artwork artwork we've seen, I take that to mean every iteration of Dragon Ball, from Dragon Ball Z to GT to Super to Xenoverse. Everything. We can now confirm that superhero-based cards will be in this set. That's dope. Yeah, that is dope. Why are all these ads popping up? It's really just killing me right now. Get out of here. God. Ugh. Are these okay. new cards? Oh, come on. Here are the new cards. You got new Zenkai new cards. cards. Yeah, let me see. People are not. Like... There's no, they just don't have the text on there. I'm guessing they will, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not, this is not anime enough for me. Not enough like line detail. Like it's mm-hmm. too, it's too smooth. Yeah, you know, it doesn't look like Dragon Ball to me. But mm-hmm. I like this though. Look at this. I like this outline look. I like that it's the whole card. This kind of reminds me of GX or EX cards. How like they're yeah, kind of full art, saying. but they're that's not. They're like half full arts. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just don't like the characters, man. That's oh, maybe that's what right. it is. Yeah. Check this out. Oh, see, there we go. Zenkai cool. cards. Now, this is what I'm talking about. They're too smooth. They're too smooth. No detail? <laughs> yeah, no, that one's all right. It has a little bit of like line work. But that one, he's, he's well, smooth. And you, <laughs> maybe there will be texture in here, which makes all the difference. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's true, true. Because this could pop. Gogeta GX. He looks like a Looney Tunes Goku. Yeah. He looks like a... He he looks like a Pokemon's Goku. Yeah, it doesn't look like Toei animation, you know? No, I get that. I get that. We like serious artwork. Yeah. So there's a quick look at some Zenkai cards. It's a new way to awaken leaders even further with Zenkai cards or mostly commonly Z cards. Okay. The new feature style of artwork shown on these digital images feature the character in a very in-your-face style. 
There will be a series of decks and promo cards around Z cards that will show how this new mechanic will work. I'm certainly interested into the collectability of these cards, which are looking great to me at first glance. Dawn of Z Legends will have its pre-release events September 9th, as well as new four starter decks. Wow, so we got a ways to go. Didn't hear anything about the God Rare. And they're still designing the set here. And that's it. <laughs> Alpha said Gogeta GX. That's freaking hilarious, dude. Yeah, that is funny. That's good. That's a good so, one. So, hey, this is, I think, think about this, guys. This is the first of a new set. If they come out with a God Rare, I think, this is what I'm thinking. You automatically got to get a box in the sealed collection. God Rare, new series, right? It's like starting fresh. Kind of the same idea we did with Digimon. Like, hey, when Digimon 1.0 came out, we're like, hey, a lot of these other TCGs are 20 sets deep. It's kind of hard to catch up from the beginning. Catch it while you can. This is the start of Zenkai series. Who knows? Zenkai series could be better than Unison Warriors. So if you want to venture into the sealed hobby, maybe start with Zenkai series set one. And then see how you do when they're 12 sets deep. Because Tournament of Power isn't even like a... uh an expansion is it's it a theme it's just booster. a it's just a theme booster yeah is does it say how many z cards are in the set uh i don't think it did it, it just gave us a preview of what they're going to look like yeah oh god chill at my back nothing all right this is cool this is cool news i'm excited for this it sucks we got to wait till september mid september but um yeah, it's got a month and a half. I think I think you got to expect a Realm of the Gods debut if if there is a God Rare. Right. Expect get Realm of the Gods debut where the box comes out at like eighty bucks and it goes to two hundred just like that because people are going to be opening it to get that God Rare, and that's not good for bulk prices, but it's great for sealed prices. So something to consider, plan accordingly. All right, moving on to. Capsule Corp this week. Here we go. That's Digimon. There you go. All right, guys. Welcome to the Capsule Corp segment. This is the segment of Dragon Ball where we talk about cards that a lot of people don't uh, talk about or give a lot of recognition to just because other cards in the set probably out outshine them a little bit. And maybe the characters that we talk about aren't necessarily the coolest or most canon or most hyped up um, characters. So we're going to be talking about some... Uh, just cool Dragon Ball stuff in the Capsule Core, capsule core segment. All right, guys. So today we're talking about my favorite villain, Cooler. Um, unfortunately, he doesn't have that many high-priced cards, which is a good thing for me because I don't care if the card's highly priced or not. I like artwork. I like if the card looks good. I like how it's going to look well, on that- my shelf and in my collection because he's something that's that I favor, and not a lot of people do which is like one of these really nice, like he's one of those nice characters to collect where he's cool enough to be on your shelf, but he's not cool enough to be super expensive. So you can get some really dope cards. So I like Cooler a lot. Um, I grew up watching the uh, the movie with Cooler. You know what I mean? And that's where you see Piccolo stretch his arms like for like the first time ever. You see Goku getting his butt whooped, like legitimately whooped for the first time. And then uh, you see... What what is it? Um, <clears throat> oh, for me it was hearing it was hearing the soundtrack. For me, like hearing the oh, soundtrack yeah. in the movie, like for the first oh, time, yeah. I was like, whoa, whoa! He went hard on that movie. Cool. 
Yeah, hard, hard. So for me as a kid, that was. I think really, there's some really disturbing in there so, too. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Um, but anyways, here we go. The first card up is going to be a leader card. You guys know I love my leader cards. Uh, the front and the back show through the PSA slab. I think they look awesome. This card here is a pre-release, and it is Cooler's most expensive card. It's a Cooler Revenge Transformed. So it shows him on one side with the uh, pre-release gold stamp in, like, his full power-up form, and then it shows him on the back side in, like, his uh, lower form. Um, moving on, though, to the next card. A lot of you guys know about this one. This one is... Oh, man, what is this one called? This one's called... Effortless Strike, Cooler Effortless Strike. It's an SPR from, um, where is that from? Supreme Rivalry. Supreme Rival- Rivalry, which is really hard to say. Um, this one just shows him whooping on Goku from the movie. Um, I remember when we talked sick. about this card. Yeah, what I think about is dope about this card is the SPR, which is a respectable rarity, and it's four bucks. Like, it's 325. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, go get go get this card. Look how awesome it looks. It's got the gold uh, foil on it. It's really good artwork. It's got dope villain. I mean, Goku getting smashed. It's pretty sick. Uh, yeah. Because they don't really depict Goku, like, that much. Like, getting beat up, especially, like, in a card. So, this is dope. Um, the next one up, which is probably one of my favorite cooler cards. I don't necessarily like Metacooler that much, but I think this card is, like, the coolest in terms of texture, artwork, Gold foil, um, all of it to me stands out. But this is the uh, Infinite Force Metacooler Core. This is the SPR. It's about eighteen to twenty bucks, um, so not too bad. And uh, again, like I said, they're readily available. They're out there, and it's SPR. So for eighteen bucks, you can't beat it. It's all gold. Um, it shows him all torn apart in like his Metacooler Core. Like I don't know, it's cool. Looks really dope. The next one up. Um, this one is one that is actually. On my watch list because I, I just think it's super dope. It's like it's just like the Vegeta and the Frieza card that I talked about, like the color, the artwork, yep. all of it. For some reason, to me, it hits all the boxes. And it's gonna be this next one up, which is a cooler tyrannical assault. Uh, it's an alternate art. It's a 2021 winner um, prize card. So if you guys are watching the video format, you guys will see it on um on the. I right was wondering side if that was book. said winner or not. I was like, I don't know if that actually says winner. <laughs> Yeah, does. so they have a yeah, it does. So they have a um a regular tyrannical assault that it's pretty dope. The artwork on it's pretty dope. Um it's just like a, a nice, you know, silhouette body picture of uh cooler. But this one right here is the alternate art um prize winner version of it, um, uh, which is it like I said, alternate art, super dope. It has the winner stamp on it, which is like kind of melded into the gold foil, like into the artwork, which makes it look super dope. And it's a prize card. We all know that prize cards do well. So if I'm going to have a prize card, it's going to be from somebody that I like. So it would definitely be this one. Um, and the next one up, this one was a little off-the-wall pick. Um, I just think that it does meta cooler probably the most justice in terms of, like, that form. Because they have him in his core form. They have him with other meta coolers. Like, is, if you guys have watched the movie, meta cooler comes out like an army of meta coolers. This is him just singled out by himself. Um, it's got good color. It's got good artwork. And it's still super cheap, um, and it's considered a full considered a full art. Like, let me do the air quotes here. It's considered a full uh. art, um, even like according to like TCG player, and like some people will list it on eBay as a full art card. Um, so I don't know necessarily what that means, but it's attractive to me, and uh, it's only three bucks. Nice card, nice art, medical art, and it's probably one of his best uh, poses or artworks. So. 
that's it for the capsule core segment cooler he's my favorite villain um we've covered cell we've you know, covered frieza what's up well we made i'm just thinking about the dragon ball super movies so we got revenge of frieza oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah revenge yeah, yeah, of f yeah. then we get a brawly they're gonna make a dragon ball super with cooler in it yeah golden they, they, cooler they got to. yeah yeah <laughs> Because <clears throat> they well, like, like a platinum cooler. Well, sick, think you know? think about the new movie too with Gohan. Who'd they bring back? Bell. Yeah, true. true, true so true. they keep bring. What if they bring back Janemba? You got Janemba and Cooler that are still Ooh, on the, the movie list. Tight. That'd be tight. That would be sick. I don't yeah, know though. Maybe maybe these guys sick. got permanently deleted. They might have got like actually killed, killed. But who knows? I don't know. I just I, I thought I about know. that right now. I just thought about that. I was like, um, wait, they they. Super has a trend where they're like bringing back fan service stuff. You know, um, who's that one girl Android that has the white hair? Android twenty one, I think. Android twenty one. Yeah, Super Android, Super Android twenty one, the one that has like the reddish skin and white white hair. Uh huh. What if that's like Gohan's next? Um, what's it called? Because they say that she's in the movie, that she's in the movie, but she's not like in like complete villain villain form yet. Yeah. All powered up and stuff so i'm wondering if like she gets that white hair and red eyes from you know gohan's transformation no like who knows somebody needs to clip that all right here we go so that's it for capsule corp this week what do we, what do we got now oh we got some games here oh, we go guys dude, yes greasy's gaming right. corner here we go All right, guys, Greasy's Gaming Corner. This is one of our newer segments on the show where we talk about video game collecting, right? Um, we're very new at this, so we're just kind of dipping our toes in at, at the moment. Um, when we talk to Ryan, Cool Trainer Ryan, we will, I'm going to be drilling him on, uh, on video game collecting because he's, he's pretty good at what he does. On Blockbuster uh, Pokemon Snapchat. Yeah, Pokemon I'm going to get, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make him buy me a Pokemon Snap Station. We're going to drum on questions about Snap Stations. Yeah. Intense. Yes. And Play-Doh. All right. So, <laughs> um, this, this is a really cool article, by the way, guys. I, if I'm going to try and read as much as I can to you. If I don't get enough in-depth, please visit this link. This is from 1.37 p.m. I believe this is, this is like Gary V's like little, little kids. You know what I mean? They're like they're his little minions. They're into collecting. Uh, I'm sure for money. But anyways, uh, this was actually useful. The ultimate guide to video game grading. And basically what I did is I went on Google and I typed VGA versus WADA. Because last week we covered WADA. The week prior we covered VGA. By looking at both websites, we could pretty easily say we're going to go with WADA just because of the the way it was presented to us. It looked easier to use, more up to date. But here's the details. This is the ultimate guide to video game grading. So type that in on Google if you want to read the whole thing. Graded collectibles are all the rage. All right. Where they're into cards, comics, blah, 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 blah. But what about games? Gaming is a huge part of the culture too. And every gamer knows the hits. Don't tell me Mario, Link, Sonic, and don't deserve a coveted spot on your shelf. Think about that, guys. Well, video game grading is very much a thing too. As it's quickly rising in popularity. 
but who does the grading? What does the process look like? What are the benefits? And this detailed guide will give you a full rundown of everything you need to know. Why grade your games at all? Check out the spread right here, guys. Sick. Where's the uh, sticky note? Yeah. Sticky note. That one's got ripped off right here. Yeah, is it a real collection if there's no sticky note on there? A little Sharpie? If you're someone who appreciates video games, especially vintage, that's the key here, vintage, probably has to do with the fact that you enjoy playing them. That's the obvious thing. But when you grade them, you can't play them anymore. Determining whether or not you're in it for a quick flip, long-term investing, or simply build a nice collection will help you decide how to proceed. Okay, this is a lot of fluff here. Video game collecting has evolved into a pretty lucrative business, with one with significant investment value if you know what you're doing. Here are two simple things investors need to be aware of. The relevance of the title, right? You can't go buy, you know, I don't know, some weird, you know, Texas Hold'em <laughs> Game Boy game. <laughs> You can get that on your phone. You can get that app on your phone. Yeah. Bass, Bass Fisher. Yeah, you can't get Bass, Bass Fisher, Fisher 12, you know. <laughs> and then you got you got the condition of the box. So the relevance of the title, the condition of the box. Those are two things. Very basic stuff, That's but funny. we forget about this stuff. The way to become a strong collector is have strong fundamentals. Always remember this. Relevance of the title, condition of the box. Unlike other collectibles, scarcity and obscurity don't automatically equate to higher value games. Cultural relevance matters most, and that's something I've noticed with the video games. Doesn't matter if it's the rarest thing in the world. Popular franchises like Ninja Turtles are far surpassing anything you'd consider to be rare in the market currently. That's not to say rare games don't still sell, but their expected rarity isn't being reflected in the prices. This is very well said, and I think this is something we talk about on the podcast a lot, right? Also, most people overestimate the condition of their games. This isn't sports cards where opening a fresh pack can lead to a near-automatic PSA 9 or 10. You need to know what to look for, how to assess the condition of the games, and more on that below. Collectors, on the other hand, really only need to worry about the condition because relevance mostly comes down to their personal taste. Take me, for example. So this is talking about making money versus collecting, okay? This is a stupid story we're not going to read. Okay, who does the grading? WADA versus VGA. There's the two uh, cases here. If you guys didn't know, WADA here, VGA on the right. I like the VGA case. I think it looks cooler, but Devin brought up a cool point. Uh, this reminds us of like the tamper-proof security cases they have at Toys R Us, at Best Buy. It kind of does. Yep, Blockbuster. So I was like, okay, I could get in with that. That's that's cool. Yeah. Walmart. When it comes to video game grading, there are two major players, WADA and VGA. Now, VGA is a branch of collectible grading authority, whereas WADA Games is a fully dedicated to grading games. So there's, remember we we discovered that when we went to VGA's website, they was like, oh, they do toys, they do figures, they do this, they do that. Video games is just a branch within their brand, whereas WADA is like, no, we just do games. So something to pick up on. Both offer video game authentication and grading services. However, the designs and grading scales they use vary. We already knew that. Okay. Grading case design. I won't go too much into this, but uh, they're basically saying VGA is very simple. WADA is a little more detailed. Okay. Uh, different tamper-proof clips, things like that. Pay attention to. We're not going to dig into it because you can look at them. You make a decision for yourself. 
Grading scales. Next comes different grading scales each of these companies use. The three major submission types accepted are factory sealed games, opened but complete in box, which is CIB, and then loose video game cartridges, which is really cool. Like, I could see myself grading video game cartridges for cheap, you know? And they may not be the biggest thing in the world, but that's cool for me. The important distinction here is that VGA includes both the outside shrink wrap and overall box condition in a single grade. Remember, we talked about this. Whereas WADA can grade them separately. So your your wrap gets a grade, your game gets a grade. WADA operates on a 10-point scale with a curve as there are different subgrades in between. From lowest of a 0.5, well, you can get a 0.5, I didn't know that, up to uh, 9. Grades are distinguished at 0.5 increments. From 9 to 10, that's where the curve kicks in, and you can go to a 9.2, 9.4, 9.6, 9.8. I didn't know that. That's that's cool. That is cool. It's really cool. I was thinking they went down by 0.2, like, mm-hmm. you know, as low as they could, but this is cool that it's yeah. only at 9 and above. So that that's, that's actually a really good thing to know. Uh, secondly... WADA factory sealed games also receive a separate letter grade. So you get a grade for your seal and then you get a grade for your box. Reflecting the quality and integrity of the shrink wrap, the scale ranges from A++ to C with five steps in between. VGA, on the other hand, operates on a 100-point scale ranging from very poor, that's a 10, is their lowest grade, on up to gem mint, 100. The scale is broken up in increments of 10, though once you get up to 70, you start to see subgrades of 75, 75 plus. Okay, so 10 to 100 for VGA. At 70, you start the five-point increments. There's no seal grade, so you just get a grade of the box and the seal combined with VGA, whereas WADA, you can get two grades. You get a letter grade for your seal, and you get an actual score for the box condition itself. Tips to submit. Uh, We're not going to talk about that. What else is there? Market perception. Speaking of the market, when it comes... Oh, you guys can't read that. Okay. When it comes to these companies, it helps to know where you can get the most bang for your buck. The good news is, in terms of overall market liquidity, both WADA and VGA are relatively easy to sell. So you can't... There's no wrong answer. It's just a matter of what you want. Video game grading is very much on the rise, but it's not like the market is currently flooded with highly graded games. When supply is low, demand is high, that's the name of, never mind, okay, that was pretty cheesy. Assessing the condition of your games, we're not going to go into this because, because you guys, you guys can, can study up on this, right? You've got factory seals, color breaks, color fading, crushing, puffing cracks, impressions, stickers, marks. Then it talks about how what happens if you just want to do complete in box. How do you grade that? Submission and grading process. We're not talking about that. Okay. There you go. That's the that is VGA versus WADA. If you guys want to know the whole thing, go to Google and search the ultimate guide to video game grading. This comes from 1:37 p.m. Okay. Check it out. I'm gonna probably read the rest later, but I'm not gonna go ahead and recite the whole article to you guys, okay? There you guys go. That's it for Greasy's Gaming Corner this week. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. I did. I learned a lot, and uh, it actually clears up a lot, too. Um, and then on Thursday, when we talk to Ryan, I think we're going to get even more answers. So if you're if you're interested in that, 
make sure you tune in. Anything? Nope. All right, there you guys go. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Moving on to March Madness this week. Here we go. March Madness, here we go. Oh, let me fix something. Um, so what is this? What am, what am oh, I doing here? I like this. This is dope. I'm trying to shrink this down so you guys can see. I think dope. that'll work. Wait, what if I make it bigger? No, I think I make it smaller. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm trying to trying to get you guys to see this, but I don't think I can. Here you go. I, I can see it. <clears throat> so March Madness is our segment where we make NCAA style brackets and we put in some of our favorite topics we like to talk about. And it was on the Discord where we said, hey, we want to try and do um, video game consoles. Let's find out who the king of all video game consoles is. So I was like, all right, let's do it. Uh, so here you guys go. This is the bracket. We'll get this in the Discord. Um, we'll get this in the Discord when we can, like before next week, and you guys can vote. Um, but this is the bracket itself, so you can kind of see. Uh, this is the top... Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, four, sixteen systems. There are top sixteen systems. Um, and here we go. We got the PlayStation Two in the top left. I know you guys can't see it, but it's right here. PS Two versus N sixty four. That's gonna be that's gonna be a brawl right there. I that's I randomized this by the way, but damn, dude, like that sucks because these deserve to go a long ways in the championship, but they won't. They're one's dead right off the bat. You got the original Game Boy, and you got the SNES, Super Nintendo. Original Game Boy versus Super Nintendo. It's a good matchup, but I think I think the Game Boy blows it out. Everyone had him as a kid in their pocket, carrying around some AA batteries. I didn't have a. I didn't have the original Game Boy. I had. We had Super Nintendo though. Yeah, but I mean, we had game. We had well, we had colors, I guess. Yeah, right, well, you were, you might have been too small for Super Nintendo, but we had it. We we primarily watched Dad play it. We didn't play it. We watched Dad play it. So, <laughs> and then he traded it for a PlayStation at a pawn shop. I think I remember that one. Yeah. Um, the purple, the purple is what I remember. Okay. Uh, next you have the Nintendo Switch versus the NES, the original Nintendo. I think that's pretty easy. So the NES, we had an NES as well, but we traded up to get the Super NES, and then we traded this to get a PS1. Crazy times. Um, I think that's pretty. I think, think, man. Huh? I'm trying to. I'm trying to because I remember one of those gray systems, and I know it's not the PlayStation because PlayStation had the little flip thing. I remember it was one of the ones that had like the slots. You had to put the thing inside. Yeah. No, the the NES kind of opens, and then you put the game in. The the Super Nintendo just had a thing you just shoved the cartridge in, very much like the 64. Okay, I think it was Super Nintendo, I remember. Yeah, and you'll recall the purple right here. That's pretty much what I remember. That's how I remember. The purple buttons, gray and purple yeah, was like purple big buttons. Yeah. All right. I was going to say, I think it was purple. Next, we got the Wii, Nintendo Wii versus the Game Boy Advance. That's going to be a tough one. Really? Wii? 
I mean, but yeah, a lot of people like that was revolutionary when we came out. A lot of people were playing. Some well, Wii the Wii was ranked Wii. higher than the Game Boy Advance, I think. Oh, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, next, you got the Nintendo DS, the original Nintendo DS, which is right here by Devin, versus the Xbox One. <laughs> These are going to be hard. The Xbox One is right now, right? That's like current kind of. It's it's one of the newer ones, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. One, um, one then three sixty, then Xbox. No, no, no. Xbox three. Yeah, 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 yeah. Backwards, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Then you have PS four right here. Versus Nintendo three DS. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Um. Next, you have PlayStation one. Versus the PSP. PSP was sick. I don't care what people oh, say. Dude, PSP was, dude, PSP PSP was, was sick. sick. That's what got, got me in a Monster Hunter. That was sick. PSP was yep. dope. I yeah. think that's one of the games I played Jax, too. I played Jax on that. It was like the first smartphone for me. Because you had your games on there. Then you had all your apps. You could watch YouTube. You could yeah, even go silver, on MySpace back in the day. Edition one. You go on MySpace, <laughs> Facebook. You could do all that from your PSP. It was sick. That's dope. And then you, you know, got PlayStation One, dude. Had that. Had the the Digimon. Oh, dude. Digimon World. Yeah. That's what I remember from PlayStation One. That's about the only game I remember from PlayStation One was Digimon. Well, and then the last bracket here is PS3 versus the Xbox 360. Crazy. That's These, crazy. This is an insane bracket. It's going to be really fun. Yeah, it is. That's cool. Yeah. Super dope. PSP was crazier than DS because of the internet capabilities. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I know. Crazy. I, I remember I used, to just, I used to just stay up hours, hours well, playing Monster Hunter. That was, my, that was the only thing my parents were like, hey, go to bed. And all I do is just... All right. Covers over the top of the head. Sometimes you have to do two covers so they can't see the backlight of the PSP. <laughs> you're sweating. Yeah. Under, they're just, you're just fogging up the screen. Water. Yep. Fogging up the screen. Just trying to play Monster Hunter all night long as, as much as I could. Yeah. It was PSP was yeah. dope. It's just a lot of my friends didn't have it though. So. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I use PSP oh. to download music oh. too. That's nuts. I had the uh, I had the Silver Ice Edition one. Yeah, I remember, I remember we shared it. Yeah. Dope. It was like slimmer. It was sick. <laughs> Dude, I got to find me another PSP. Anyways, um, yep. here's the bracket, guys. Uh, this will be up on the Discord uh, within the next week, and we'll be voting. It'll be fun. Um, there was something I was going to say. Oh, remember, PS2 is the king, according to the stats. But we'll find out very soon uh, how this all plays out. Okay. All right, moving on to Gengar's Grabs. Here we go. I think PS2 is king. You got, you got Resident Evil, dude. Resident Evil. We still let our PS2 just run forever because we didn't have a memory card or something like that. Or it didn't uh, save. I'm actually pissed that the original Xbox isn't on there. It's probably top 20, but not top 16. But I would have went. I want to yeah. see N64 go up against the 360. That's just who I am. Okay, I know it's not the favorite, but that's that's what I played as a kid. Yeah, I want N sixty four to go up against. Um, Dude, well, I think I want N sixty four to go up, go up against PlayStation. You know why N sixty four PlayStation? Just because 
That's what I remember. N64 was stupid special because we got a used Nintendo from a pawn shop. Then we got a used Super Nintendo from a pawn shop. Then we got a used PlayStation from a pawn shop. The N64 was the first in-box brand new system we ever got. We got it for Christmas like in like 1996 or 97, something like that. And it was just the best. The best. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then it, Xbox was we, the next. We had that. New. We had that gray. We had that gray controller right there too. Yeah. <laughs> That's best, man. Gray. Best games. Pokemon Stadium. The, the we had all the Nickelodeon broke. games. It was all. It was all wiggly. Still Star Fox, though. dude. Star Fox. Oh, damn. All right. Oh. Here we go. Gengar's grabs. This segment is about uh, the cards that cards and games you guys are buying, and uh, you share them in the Discord, and we rank them. Here we go. Number five this week. Chonky Boy with the Metroid Ooh. Prime DS. I had to I had to throw this in because you know we're we're diving deeper into video games. When you guys start sharing your video games, I get like pumped. I'm like, wow, we actually have a lot yeah, of stuff so. that we all like. Um, so this had to get the number five spot because first of all, DS I'm is not a huge. Fan. I'm not a Metroid fan, but Samus in uh Smash Bros. That was my favorite character. Best character. So yeah. Best. I'm into that. I like that pick a lot. Number four, Dark Jello. Now, keep in mind, he ha- he showed off like four PSA 10s this week. But this was my pick. This is an SPR of Gotenks with the ghost behind him. Oh, I thought that was Gotenks. Sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he had like four Dragon Ball PSA 10s, but this was my favorite one. That's why I picked it. Very cool. Dope. That's probably one of the cooler Gotenks cards. I I love the mm-hmm. the ghost behind him in the the yeah. outline. The yeah. next one, number three, card habit. I don't think he I don't think he showed up tonight. Card habit is number three with the Exodia Forbidden One Golden Twenty Four Karat Gold uh collection. Remember we shared that on Heart of the Cards, the box that opens it has all the Exodia pieces in gold. You've never seen it, dude. What is this? This, this thing, we shared it on Heart of the Cards. Oh, you weren't on. Uh, you weren't oh, on. What's this, dude? That's tight. Those he, are like those are like the actual like. Uh, he pre-ordered like it. The, he, Get the, out uh, of here! What the heck? The tablets, you know, the little Egyptian tablets that they show the cards on in the in the anime. Dude, dude, that's yeah. hard. Yeah. Dude, card habit. Dude, that's sick. I'm jealous. Look at that. Oh, it is like the tablets. Oh, my God. That's awesome. I think there's only a couple thousand copies made. They're on pre-order. You have to pre-order them. Sick. He got it when we shared it a few months ago. He said he forgot. He's like, I forgot I had this. It came in the mail. I forgot I pre-ordered it. Dude, that's wild. That's so sick. I like that a lot. That's dope. Number two this week, Goatmon, a.k.a. ATM. Um, so that binder he's holding there is a complete binder. Uh, generation 1, Generation 2, and Generation 3 Yu-Gi-Oh! Bandai. He got it for $400. Complete what? binder. And no, it was crazy because... nuts. He was he was messaging me on Instagram. He's like, "Hey, what do you think about this binder?" I was like, "If it's four hundred bucks," I said, "I'm just not sure if he has like 
reprints or if he has like um multiple copies of the same card and he's selling you the whole binder i said or if it's one of each card come to find out i was like dude that's every card from generation one to generation three every card all the exodia pieces that's so wild all the blue all three different blue eyes unbelievable unbelievable it was like yeah it was like 430 bucks i think 400 430 i think 400 you know it's crazy though guess where he got it from where the Devon, the Devoncore tab, where Chris shared the listing. Oh, that's sick! Yeah, he was like, "Hey, I was Dude, looking at this thing." That, yeah, so Chris shared it a few weeks back. Come to find out, ATM is the guy who got it. Let's go! That's sick. I'm super like jealous that. of that. Super that jealous. jealous. Those cards are so tight. That they are tight. That's so sick. Oh, dude, what? Oh, dude, Exodia came in the, the Gengar's grabs like twice. Oh, dude. Dick. Well, I put on this page, yeah, he's got the Exodia pieces. Um, There's a Dark Magician right here. Uh, There's a Red Eyes. That's all the Exodia pieces. No, there's a Dark Magician right here. I think the other pieces are on the other side. Yeah, he has all the pieces and then... Oh, yeah, he has, has everything, though. Yeah, pieces. he has everything. Yeah. Isn't oh, that weird? That's so sick. Got a full yeah. set of Gold Exodias. Got a full set of Bandai Exodias. We just talked about Exodia and, and Kaiba Core. Oh, that's crazy. I love it. Love it. Yeah, I love it. And then Probably number first. number one this week. Who's number one? Oh. Oh. Our boy Wiener Schnitzel. That Wiener right there. Oh, that's Digimon. That's a half a case of Digimon series red packs. See the red? That, is that that's twelve half a case. That's twelve packs. Twenty four packs. Which one is it? Twenty four packs come in a case. Is this the same? Are this the same as the yellow ones? No, red. Red is um is the one that comes with black or Greymon. He bought. But he found it, someone with like two colors per. No, it's uh no 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 no. That's orange. That's you're talking about series two. This is Digi Battle series five. It, it comes only with, comes in red. It comes orange, green, and red. Okay. So he got. But look at this. So the whole picture though is. It's literally a series four pack, a couple of series three packs, a couple of series five green, and then twelve series five red. That's like you could easily sell that for ten K right there. Crazy. But um yeah. Do you think if he opened up those packs, he would get a black black war green one? Well, he That's bought twelve. Green, right? Now here's the thing though. The, the guy one. the guy he bought it from supposedly had a whole case and he broke it open for him and sold him half. And I was telling Wiener Schnitzel, his name's Eric. I was telling him, I said, hey, if, if you buy the whole case, you'll have a 53% chance to pull the Black War Greymon. 53% if you get the whole case. If you get a half a case, it wow. drops to below 25%. Like it's like 20, 22 to, you know, 26%. Um, yeah, 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 that's crazy. I think he's opened half. I think he's opened six so far. And he's like, so far, so no luck. Um, but he did say, you know, he did say he pulled some good stuff. I'll share it with you guys here soon, but it wasn't not black or gray mon. But I was like, you got six left. I was like, you, you have a 20 something percent, a one in four chance to get that black or gray mon. Um, is that what he's going for? That's what he wants. Yeah. Well, he wants black or Graumon too, who also comes okay. in red, but, uh, yeah, I, He's he's not sure. He's like, I don't know if I want to open up the rest or what, because I want. He said he wanted to trade someone some other stuff, 
And I was like, well, you know, what was your plan when you got them? He's like, well, let's open them all. I said, then you stick to your plan. I would open it all the way down to one. I would open all those packs down to my last one and then give up. Because you can always keep the value in the sealed one. You know what I mean? But opening 11 packs of Series 5 Red, oh my gosh. Insane. Yeah, that is uh, is insane. Yeah. But the Black War Greymon could be in the other half of the case. And he'd never know, you know? But this is a that's an insane feat. I mean, think about this. I only have one series five red. This guy had just got twelve of them in one shot. And those go for four hundred to eight hundred dollars each. Just kind of depends who's selling them. Crazy, right? Yeah. It's yeah, pretty that's nuts. crazy. Yeah. No, it's awesome. Yeah. That that's why he takes number one this week. That is a, that's an an insane purchase. Yeah. All right, congrats yeah. to Wiener Schnitzel. Um, I think we'll yeah, have a surprise. Man, yeah, we'll have a surprise for you guys next week when he sends us uh, what he what he opened and what he got. All right, that's it for Gengar's grabs. This was a great week, guys. Really good spread. Um, Dragon Ball, Yu-Gi-Oh, and Digimon in a video game like that's a sick spread. All right, there you guys go. That's it for Gengar's grabs this week, and we are coming to the end of the podcast. This is the end of episode ninety-four. Do not leave just yet. If you're still watching and you haven't liked the video, please like the video. It helps us out a ton. It's free. It doesn't do anything for you. Um, please share this video. All you got to do is copy this link and then share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me. Please tag me. I'm telling you. Tag me. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't yet, especially if you like the content. Um, the other thing you can do is join our Discord. Those, are, those links are always in our videos. Join our Discord. It's free. You get all it's the scoop. You get all the scoop on stuff like this right here, right? Like you see this real time and we talk about it in depth. It's not just like, you know, we're flipping cards on eBay. No, we're we're literally collecting and these are good people to be talking to. Yeah, somebody um, just picked up the whole binder of first to third generation Yu-Gi-Oh! That's the Discord. Yeah, how many people you know have done that? Yeah. Um, And then last, if you really like the podcast, you can support the podcast by clicking our links below that say support the podcast. You can donate as little as 99 cents a month. And all that does is help us grow this podcast. It pays for equipment. It pays for cameras. It pays for box breaks. It pays for shipping the stuff back to you guys, like all that stuff, right? Free stuff. So there you guys go. That's it. End of episode 94. We're not done this week, though. We got Cool Trainer Ryan on Thursday. We got box break on Friday. Take a break on Wednesday. We'll see you guys again on Thursday. You got anything? Nope. That's going to be it. All right. Thank you, guys. We'll see you very soon. Peace. Yep. Later.